0: Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better act. Had on, had on, suit
1: on, looking like the trap dog, giving a mouthful, oh, dressed like a million bucks, busting things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me
2: who could it be? But Steve Harvey, oh,
3: yeah. Listening to yeah. For Steve Harvey, oh, put your hands together. Turn them out, turn them out, turn on to the morning
4: glow,
1: ooh, oh, yeah, come on, come on, Steve. come on, do your thing, big daddy, uh-huh, I sure will, uh, good morning everybody, y'all listening to The Voice, uh, come on, dig me now, one and only Steve Harvey, got a radio show, man. Steady trying to be about the business too, y'all, I, I'm, 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 I'm doing all I can. But you know what's crazy? In the efforts that I make, I can do more. You know, my father used to tell me something when I was growing up. He said, "Son, when you've done your best and you've done all you can, sit still for a second and just do a little bit more." Always remember that. He said, when you've done the best you can, and you can done all you can think of, he say sit still for a minute and do some more. And you know what I've discovered in my life? I always have a little more. I ain't ever just out, out, out. Completely. I can't take another step. There ain't another breath in me. There ain't, there ain't another thought I can produce. I'm never completely out, man. Just take a rest for a minute, man. And then just do a little bit more. And that, that, I can't tell you how many times that's helped me get over the top. You know, I was watching a a documentary about people climbing uh, Mount Everest and how difficult climbing Mount Everest was and how uh, they have on the hill something called like a death zone or killing zone where the majority of people run out of oxygen and they have to turn back. Well, what's crazy is, is right in view of the summit. You can actually see the top of Mount Everest from there. But it's it's that little bit that's left that's just most difficult. Now, I I forgot all the reasons why they said most people don't make it from there and more people have lost their lives in that area. I, I don't know what it is. But the people that make it to the top of Mount Everest, they all had to go through that same zone or that same area. But they had a little bit more that allowed them to get to the top. You know, a lot of people have had accidents up there trying that, so I'm not even really sure if Mount Everest analogy is a good one. But let's just break it down a little bit more. Let's just talk about life. There's a poem I learned uh, back when I was pledging. It's called Don't Quit. It goes like this. If I make a mistake, I'm, I'm just trying to drum it up. So here we go. It says, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when your funds are low and your debts are high, when you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when cares are pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't quit. For life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us must sometimes learn. And many a fellow has turned about when he might have won, had he stuck it out. So don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down, how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. It's your silver tent of your clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight. When your hardest hit is when things seem worst, that you mustn't quit. I remember it because I had a special method of helping you remember stuff back then. But I remembered it. And that poem right there has kept me. You know, we often talk about scripture and and everything, and and I I don't see how I could live without it. But every now and then, man, somebody has a writing. God puts a writing on somebody's heart that delivers a message, man, that can help people. I use every motivational tool that I possibly can to climb this ladder of success or try to be the best father and the best husband I can be. I've done a lot of changing over the years, and so have you. But change is necessary in order to grow. If you don't make changes, folks, you can't grow. I was a young man on my set. I kept looking at him, man, a sharp little young dude just on my set. And he had these dreads, and I mean, they were were super long, man. They were well below the middle of his back. I mean, they were just long. And he kept talking to me and he kept talking to me and talking to me. The so young man kept talking to me, and I said, Hey, man, you know, you do your huge self a favor in the business you're in if you got a haircut. You would do yourself a huge favor. I said, Your image is everything, man. I said, You keep stopping me in the hallway to try to tell me what you're doing, what you are. But all I see is your hair. And I keep trying to figure out what you're doing with all that hair, man. Now, you can feel how you want to feel, but I'm like an employer, I employ people. So when I'm walking through the hallway and I try to think of you traveling me, with me and you sitting in a meeting with me, I try to imagine you in your suit sitting there talking business with me. And so just like other employers are, I'm just having a real story with you. So I said, man, you ought to consider cutting your hair. He said, man, Mr. Harvey, I've been growing his hair since I was a little boy. I said, how old are you now? He said, 28. I said, well, how long do you want to hang on to what you was when you was a little boy? You know, if you started growing your hair when you were a teenager. I mean, you're 28 now. What we, and I said, so let me help you understand something. Let me let me ask you something. What does it do for you? He said, man, it's just who I am. It's, 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 it's. I said, so you your hair? He said, no, no, but it's a part of me. I said, that part of you that you're hanging on to, what does it do for you? I just like it. Well, dog, I like ice cream. But, I feed it, but if I hang on to ice cream and eat ice cream every single day, my body going to reflect that. What is it that you hanging on to that you don't want to let go of that's prohibiting you from being what all you can be? See, it's hard to be what all you can be if you want to keep being all you was. Don't that make sense to you? So I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've had to change. Change is necessary to grow. You can't be... All you can be if you want to keep hanging on to all you was. That don't make no sense. How do you go forward if you keep going backwards? You can't stay here and go there. Do you understand that? If you want to go over there, you must remove yourself from right here. All I got right here is comfortable. I got right here is safe. But over there is where the shade is. Over there is where the fruit is. Over there is where the opportunity is. Over there is where the mountain of gold is. So why are you stuck on here? You got to leave here to go over there. You can't be all you can be if you want to stay stuck on who you are. Change is growth is necessary, y'all. Let's go.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is here now. One, two, one, two, three. When you think of love, gotta get it on your mind. Ha. Yeah, come on. Ha. Think of love, woman, down, gotta get it on your mind. be hey. better Valentine. Think of love, gotta get it on. Yo
3: mine.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, great Valentine.
2: We missed that. Shirley Steve.
1: Strawberry.
2: Hey, good morning. We let the boys back in today. Good morning. Happy boys Tuesday. are back.
1: Carla for
0: Boys are back in town. What's happening, crew? What's up? What's up, Junior? Morning, everybody. Morning, Uncle. Ladies, great job yesterday, I must say.
4: Thank Thank you. Nephew Tommy. Top, top. Good job, ladies.
1: Very, very good. Hearing great things (laughs) about y'all.
0: Man. Yesterday. Yeah.
1: I was at the house and there were some workers that came over doing some work at the house. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were from Jamaica and Trinidad. Said, Mr. Steve. Mm-hmm. I must tell you, the ladies were absolutely outstanding on the <laughs> radio this morning. I really enjoyed them this morning. They were just so, it was just a really, really good show. That's I love. said, yeah, I was pretty proud of the ladies, man. Thank, Thank
3: you. you. Yay! That Thank was love you, right there. Thank you. Yeah, we really had fun. Out, we
2: had a lot of fun. We did. Thank you. Shout out to Cheryl Mm. Underwood. Underwood and Mississippi Mm. Monica came through. So (laughs) that's my question right here (laughs) because I never
1: hear Monica on the radio. So, what was Monica talking about? How was the country?
2: whatever the subject was she she had her opinion you know she talked about how we met and you know being single and challenges Uh of changing careers just you know we just had fun we just international women's day whatever we taught whatever the subject was she spoke on it and it was
0: cool it was cool we talked about Um, celebrating women's women's Mm achievements and it was good uh huh. <laughs> Y'all was good. was good. Y'all was really yeah. good. I'm telling you. I'm you listened, Junior. A whole you. show. I listened to did the whole Did you? Got oh, you. Whole junior. We yeah. appreciate. That. I was listening. It was so good. I junior forgot I worked really
1: here. is on COVID.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 he right. locked up
1: by himself.
0: I got him turning oh. on. He
1: didn't listening to the show and everything.
0: Well, did you hear well, Cheryl you shout you out? She did at uh, She should did. Yeah, but you know, Uncle, I was listening to the show like I didn't work here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well that's even better. That's yes. yeah, I'm talking yes. about it was
0: that good. I said, "Who what? are these ladies?" <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know all this about my friends yes. I work
2: with. I we had fun. We had a lot of fun, you know. But we well, got to do, really yeah. do it again, Steve. we got
3: to do it again. And we can Okay, cool.
1: Y'all want to do it Friday? Y'all he want <laughs> to be
3: off, y'all can
1: show do it Friday. I can
0: have
1: <laughs> you. can range, damn. Damn, Women's Day. You just have another Women's Day. I think we should, though.
2: Well, it's, it's Women's Month, anyway. Yeah, All so right, it's will of March.
1: Well, well, we'll do it again for the, for the week. All, going. Right.
2: All right, well, listen, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO, Chief
3: Love Officer, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Alright guys, time now for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Let's go because I know he's ready. Now Steve, this one is from a grandmother. She's in Arlington, Texas. She says this is not a love question but I need your help with my granddaughter. She is 13 years old and keeps getting in trouble in school for cursing and keeping it real. She told her classmate where to go and how to get there and she almost got suspended. She has no filter whatever comes up comes out her mother and I don't curse but she is very good at it I draw the line I drew the line Sunday when she called our pastor a snitch after he caught her cursing and told me about it what am I going to do with her
1: (laughs) well truth of the matter is now let's be fair your past is a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call them now.
2: Amen. <laughs> uh, your
1: granddaughter has taken on prison terminology and turned it in to her life. Mm. Uh, I can't help you. Yeah, I, I'm the last right person you should call about cussing. I don't know what to tell you. 13,
2: though? Ooh. Yeah, 13. God
1: started cussing he when was He was cussing at 13? Yeah. yeah. 13, oh, I was an expert. I didn't have the right combinations. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't know. I just put them together, and they was jumbled. Now, <laughs> you got now the combinations is
0: <laughs> so. I really it's don't. It's creative.
1: You
5: know, yeah,
1: <laughs> you can say you don't cuss, Grandma, and I understand that. And your and, you, and you, you, her mother may not, but she done picked it up somewhere, and it's an ugly habit. It's not a cute habit on a girl or a boy to tell you the truth, Especially because if you can't monitor it and harness it. Mm-hmm. It can lead to a lot of problems down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got to mm-hmm. sit her down and explain to her about what it is to be a lady. I don't know if that's going to do any good, but that's all I got for you. Because uh, yeah, I think to... all my kids cuss. I think every last one of them. <laughs> and I don't say a damn thing when I hear it because I get it. There I you go. So,
2: and
3: there you go. That
2: yeah, right, ain't the best. <laughs> let's move Sorry. on. This one's from Derek in Largo, (laughs) Maryland. Derek says, I'm a married man and I own a small junk removal business. Uh, My wife is the bookkeeper and comes in uh, once a week to do payroll. I have a young new driver that's fresh out of jail for selling weed. I hired him on the spot hoping to give him a chance to earn honest money. Friday, I returned from the barbershop, and the new guy and my wife were sitting in her car smoking weed. My wife can't understand why I'm very upset. She asked me not to fire this guy. I want to fire her, too. Am I overreacting?
1: Well, I think the problem ain't her sitting in the car getting fired. Uh Her problem is what she's doing in the car with the dude smoking weed.
3: You know mm-hmm. how they
1: done got that comfortable and she's supposed to be running the company.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's she's stupid business practice. Yeah. My bigger problem with now, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Why you in this man's car smoking weed?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. is my question.
2: Look. Not a good look, wifey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so i no. no, you're not uh, overreacting. Definitely you underreacting not. if yeah. you ask me.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: All right, Kelly in South Bend, Indiana says, I'm a 31-year-old woman dating a 28-year-old man we met at a hookah lounge and bonded over our love for spoken word and jazz. He's a songwriter during the day and at night. He's in the studio working on a rap album. I know he's a great writer, but I'm not sure if rapping is his thing. His lyrics are very inspirational, so I don't know who he's making this music for should i tell him nicely that his music isn't all that
1: well i don't know if you should tell him if his music's all that it's just do you want to sign up for this relationship with this dude that's been to be broke for on time yeah
3: mm. yeah
1: he a songwriter in the day and at you night. don't know none of his songs <laughs> he a rapper at night right. and you don't like none of the raps <laughs> but she said she so, contradicts herself
2: because she says it's very
1: inspirational. Hey, yeah, the inspirational. When the last good ass inspirational rap you done heard? Exactly. Because all the hits I heard on the radio ain't a damn now one of them inspirational. Come on down, get you some, get you some, get you some, your booty clap. Come on, make that booty clap.
2: That's, that's now, not
1: inspirational. Inspirational. If it's inspirational. inspirational to the strippers, then okay. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I don't know how someone. he gonna make no money with uh, yeah. You know,
3: keep you your head you. up. All you right. got your
1: common
2: and J. Cole's, and yeah. ain't a lot of them
0: that's yeah. All right, yeah.
2: <laughs> this is from a podcast listener uh, named Tuesday. Tuesday says, "I'm in my mid thirties, and I've been in a polyamorous relationship for four years now. What the, What I've, that mean? You know, more than one lover." The man and then, yeah. All right, my boyfriend and I have a three-year-old son, and my mother took him away from us. I dropped him off at her house a week ago so that I could run errands, and she wouldn't let me in when I came back. A week later, and she's still not letting me take my son. My boyfriend is ready to call the police, but I won't let him. Our bedroom behavior does not impact my son in any way. How can I get my mom to understand this?
1: Your mama can't take your baby? This ain't your car keys. <laughs> <laughs> this a child. You can't take nobody's baby from them because you don't like their lifestyle. What are you talking about? Anybody with a lifestyle can adopt a child now. We 2000, We 2021. You don't like this polyamorous or polygamy or whatever you have at the house meringue pie, I don't know what y'all are doing but well, whatever it is is that what you're
0: Meringue I don't know what y'all doing I know you too well
1: Oh, menage a that is what I was talking about I know something about a lemon meringue or something
2: I don't know what y'all in there doing tomato, tomato
1: yeah, But if you're having this thing at y'all's house that ain't got nothing to do with your baby, man your mother can't take your baby from you your sex yeah. life has nothing to do with your parenting skills. The two are separate. You can be a lousy husband and be a great father. Mm-hmm. You, your boyfriend is right. He can hey, your boyfriend can call now.
2: Yeah, because that's his baby. Him that's she doesn't want that's his too. child. Yeah. She don't want to call alone the
1: mama. All
2: right, why don't y'all you, kick C-L-O. the one baby? <laughs> Coming up next, that's her mom, Steve. Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank back right
3: after this. You're listening let's to be, the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anne is standing by with today's national news. And still trending, Meghan Markle accuses the palace of racism. We'll talk about it all at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev?
4: Break room barbecue. Break room Barbie. Okay. Cool. Hello. I'm trying to speak to Eric. Yeah, this
6: is Eric. What's
4: up? Hey, hey man. Let me tell you something. Uh, me and you, finna get some shit straight today, dog. Right here, right now. Let me say this, man. Who is this? What you
6: What you talking about right now?
4: This is Quincy right here. This Quincy. I work in the same building. I work on the same floor you work on. All right, and I know that a lot of people on the floor, everybody kind of share the break room and the refrigerator or whatever. But let okay. me tell you this right now: it's been brought to my attention that you the person on on Tuesday, on Tuesday, all right, that went in there and ate my barbecue ribs. All right, whoa. it took me four five hours to smoke them.
6: Hey, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. You said your name Quincy, right? Slow down, Quincy. My hey, name. Who, who bringing this? Who bringing it to your attention, bro?
4: Don't worry about that. Don't worry about who told me. But everybody say you always eating people's stuff out the damn break room and out the refrigerator.
6: Well, I don't know who is everybody or whatever, but I ain't eating nothing out of the refrigerator. I go out and get my own food, bro. I go out and get my own food, so I don't know what you're talking about right now. And I don't okay, know what they're telling you. Let me, say,
4: let, me say this, let me say this to you, Eric. Let me say this to you, all right? I'm coming by your cubicle tomorrow. I see anything. I see some barbecue sauce, anything remotely look close to my m- Barbecue ribs. I swear to you I'm whooping your ass right there in your man,
6: cubicle you need to, Hey, you need to chill, man. I'm not. I'm not about the threats, bro. I'm telling you, I wasn't the one that that did that. That did that. I'm telling you that right now. So you need to calm down. First, no, I ain't coming I ain't calming down. Okay. I'm
4: telling you right now, you're gonna get up in your cubicle. I hear if I what i'm
6: I... saying, but I'm trying to tell you, I'm not the one that's doing that. That's what I'm telling you. So you're coming I, no. at the wrong person.
4: How come everybody say if anybody ate your food, it's probably Eric, Eric the one always eating everybody's stuff up?
6: They can say whatever they want to say. That don't mean that I was the one that did that. That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. That's what I'm trying okay. to tell you. you, so, you so, 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 so they
4: hell. lying on you now. They lying on they, you. They
6: lying. I'm trying to tell you they lying. I'm okay. telling
4: you that. So you do understand what I'm saying. If it's anything that, rem- that remotely look close to barbecue sauce, anything, a, a real bone, anything like that around your cubicle, in the trash can, in your work area. I'm whooping your ass, Eric.
6: Man, Quincy, man, I was, I'm was i trying to be nice to you on this damn phone, bro, but I told you about these threats. So at this point in time, for you threatening me again, you and your damn barbecue sandwich, bro. That's how, say that's what? how, that's how it is say right say what? Now. you and your barbecue sandwich, bro. I told okay. you stop making these threats to me, bro. I told yeah, you go, that. well, go, go on, and admit that you, go on, admit that you ate it, Eric. Go on, and admit it then. You know what? You know what? At this point, speaking to you on this phone like this, bro, I really wish I ate your damn sandwich, bro. I wish I did, bro. I hey, wish doll,
4: I did. Hey, doll, I'm telling you right now, I smoked them damn, I smoked them ribs for five hours. I smoked them ribs. Put, put my hard work in it, and then I get to work. getting ready to eat my food? And somebody then ate my barbecue ribs, and then everybody's saying Eric, the one always eating everybody food. I'm telling you, dude, I will come to your cubicle. and you up if i find anything look like my ribs over there
6: that's like the third threat you done gave me bro yo mm, 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 mm. that was good bro that was good as mm, i'm so glad i took that shit. damn i'm so glad oh so you admitting it now no i'm telling you what you want to hear quincy that's what i'm doing right now i'm telling okay. you what you want to hear okay okay that's that's your you ass ass tomorrow me, that's
4: quincy. your that's your tomorrow at the cubicle i'm telling you now
6: nowhere. we are working in the same building right i ain't going nowhere you know what floor i'm at I ain't going nowhere. Was good. I don't know who you are. I don't know how you got my number, bro. But we, you ain't, we even got to wait till you get up there to my flow. We can get, we can get this shit cracking in the lobby, bro. In the lobby, you can get your damn ribs broken. Your ribs, not the ribs that you cooked on that barbecue. Your ribs. We can get it cracking right. It's there in the it's, lobby. It's,
4: it's, it's it's whatever at this point, Eric. It's whatever. Obviously. It's whatever. Obviously. Okay. It's you know what. Matter of fact. I'm going to let DeShay know what's up. I'm going to let DeShay know what's up.
6: DeShay? I know she ain't tell you nothing about eating nothing, like eating your food, bro. I know DeShay didn't say nothing like that
4: to you. No, nah, nah, no, nah, DeShay. No, nah, DeShay, DeShay ain't say you ain't no real. That ain't what DeShay told me. So why are you bringing her? Why are you bringing her up then? You want to know what DeShay told me? What did DeShay told you, bro? What she told you? DeShay told me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your coworker, DeShay. What?
6: <laughs> what? what What? the hell you talking about?
4: <laughs> hey, Eric, Eric. Hey, man, check it out. This is nephew Tommy, bro. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl DeShay, your coworker, got me to prank you, man. Oh, um, you
6: know what, Man. <laughs> Boy, you got my blood boiling, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Deshae, she going to get it, bro. She going to get it when I get back in there. And, I, I, man, I listen to y'all every—man, I don't believe it. Man, hey, you you got me, man. Oh, man. It is is an honor, bro. It is an honor. (laughs) Tell me, man. Hey, man, I, I love y'all, man. I, I'm I'm going to get shade, though. You, you tell her, her, her a** her is mine. Well, you hey, man, me, it's man.
4: 2020, man. Do me a favor. Tell everybody what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land.
6: Man, the baddest radio show in the land is Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby.
4: <laughs> man, go get some ribs and have a nice day, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that, man. I'm going to do that. <laughs> And there you have it.
0: Can you play too much?
2: (laughs) There you're going to get it. There you have it. I'm
4: going to get it. I understand. I understand. (laughs) Part of my job is to be (laughs) ignorant and stupid. And Mm. I will be stupid April 16th through the 18th at the Stardome, Birmingham, Alabama. That's the 16th through the 18th. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Two shows Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. The nephew back in stride again. That's right. We will be... Social distancing in the club. The club hold 400 some people, we only gonna put in 200 some people. So we're gonna make it very, very nice for you, very comfortable. Come on out and see your boy act a doggone fool. We got a whole lot to talk about. Too much going on not to be able to talk about it, so let's talk about it. The Nephew, live and in person, April 16th through the 18th, the Stardome, Birmingham, Alabama, tickets on sale right now. Magic City Classic will be going on the same weekend. Um, don't get that Magic City mixed up with oh, Atlanta's Magic City. That's two different things.
1: Well, I you did. know, you the only one who bought it I'm up. Be you honest.
2: know, <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> tell you one thing. That ain't where you want to tell jokes at, though. Not in Magic <laughs> City.
3: <laughs> Why <laughs> you say that?
1: Oh, uh, I done worked the strip club before. Back in the old days, I worked the yeah. cheetah. Uh-huh. Lord have mercy. What I don't there? give a damn who you are.
2: Uh-huh.
1: you can't follow a room full of naked women. You're not that damn funny. Uh, no. Can't do it. <laughs> do something. Take your clothes off. Not taking, that's strip. Man. <laughs> they them hillbillies they talking were, to you. Them hillbillies <laughs> was wearing my ass
2: off. They were heckling you, Steve. Charge your
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't what? go no. like <laughs> you know, that. Trying to talk about, trying to talk about. Yeah, the
2: so, Magic City classic, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> that is so stupid. Coming up at the top of the hour. What are you <laughs> Crazy. <why now? laughs> we'll have some entertainment and national news for
3: you. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Still trending, the famous Oprah, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle interview. Meghan claimed that members of the royal family raised concerns about how dark their baby Archie, uh, the skin color would be. Uh, but neither she nor Harry would reveal who they were. But this morning, Oprah narrowed it down a little bit by saying that Harry told her it was neither the queen nor Prince Philip, who had that conversation with him. Oprah said he did not share the identity with me, but he wanted to make sure that I knew, and if I had an opportunity to share it, that it was not his grandmother nor his grandfather that were part of those conversations. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
3: Okay. So so who do you think it is? On them aunties
4: or uncles in there and say something,
2: the daddy, his daddy the brother, his daddy, or his brother. Uh huh. Uh
4: huh. How black Ooh. is this baby gonna be? <laughs> that's is that what that's what he is?
2: exactly because <laughs> maybe the they baby weren't gonna, gonna give him a title, they weren't gonna give the baby a title. That's cold. Yes, oh. you know, <laughs> is it gonna really
4: be cool. beige? Your a is it gonna
3: be uh-huh.
4: Coco Brown? I mean, what are we talking about here?
5: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, yeah, that is um.
3: That's, that's, cold bad. Bloodied, mm-hmm. that's cold blooded, man. It
2: is. Bloodied. Yeah. Right. And and it's left. really bad if you have to flee to the United States to get away from
0: racism. That lets you know right there. <laughs> that's how bad it is. You got to come back here. How bad here. it is. You got to come here. Oh, I'm familiar with this racism. <laughs> yeah. Have you not been looking at the news over here? <laughs> yeah, she if you go with racism, go when you recognize. Yeah. <laughs> mm. oh, I, wow. What you say, Steve? How
2: dark was their baby going to be?
1: Well, you know, ain't that par for the course? What you mm-hmm. mean? I mean, you know, y'all Since think because they queen and all that. Okie doke, mesh, You think they going to be different?
0: Right. Oh, you well, mean that's part of it. Uh, I mean,
1: somebody told me if you trace the lineage back oh, of yeah. the royal family... Mm-hmm. They hands was all in the slave trade.
0: Mm, well I mean it, mm. colonial time. Yeah. British. Uh, so. I mean That's you know, right. we can put that together for mm-hmm. sure. You're right. Yeah. Mm.
2: But but Megan did say she thought it would be different inside then outside, she she understood when you're outside, you put your face on and you know for the public and everything. But she thought inside it'd be a little different, <laughs> yeah. you know. And and they nah. could have used that as uh-uh. an opportunity to to use her, you know, to go out to the world and talk about and diversity and inclusion and yeah, and all of it in the Commonwealth,
0: absolutely. A lot of black people and and, and, yes. and yeah, and yes. of, in the Commonwealth. Absolutely. But, yeah, the nah. Commonwealth. yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, Megan so, should have called her mama over there. That's what she did. You know, her mama real black. Talk about my <laughs> My grandbabies this ain't the most handsome ass family i've seen either look around right here uh, uh, uh. all y'all okay they're not cute they are not cute y'all got child the south
4: central baby you ain't got to put up with yeah. that
0: get some over there and they talking about the grandfather they's like we know he ain't say nothing he 99 they talking about yes. he look purple yeah you worried about this black baby you what you would but this purple man sitting in here every day ain't nobody they gonna doing this him. up
3: they do it grandpa <laughs> prince phillip they doing yeah. it yeah
0: Man.
2: But, well, they're gonna uh, have
3: to do something. The palace, uh, the monarchy. It's, they haven't
2: said anything so far. They'll they? say
0: something. They might say something today. You never yeah. know. Oh never man, know.
2: that's cold. So far, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Steve, you know what time it is.
4: But how dark baby is the baby shift. gonna be, though?
2: The what did you say? The baby is is just... <laughs> 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 she's pregnant <laughs> now with a girl. She said, but yeah, little Archie, Prince Archie, is already here. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's white for the most part. I mean Mm -hmm. he looks very, very white.
7: All right, Steve, we got a ladies
1: and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
7: Okay, good morning, everybody, and this is Antrip Tripp with the news, and yes, just for your information, I'm Brownskin. Okay, jury selection was stopped yesterday in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, the white ex-Minneapolis cop charged with killing George Floyd. The reason, as I mentioned yesterday, an appeals court had ruled Friday that the lower court, which dismissed a third-degree murder charge against Chauvin, should not have been dismissed. The defense wants to charge out. Prosecutors want to end because it's reportedly easier to prove, and the sentencing is about the same as well. Uh, also, the state wants the trial delayed a bit, but Jarek Chauvin's attorney and the judge want the trial to begin as soon as possible. We'll see what happens later on today at around 1 p.m. It took a whole year, but Brianna Taylor's grieving boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, has finally been cleared of all charges in that horrific case. The judge has now permanently dismissed all charges against Mr. Walker, who was awakened at 1 o'clock in the morning last March, As police rammed into his emergency medical technician girlfriend's apartment, they were sleeping. Walker called 911 for help and used his licensed pistol to shoot into the hallway, thinking the intruders were criminals. Again, his pistol was licensed. He unwittingly shot one officer in the leg, and that cop has been wanting to charge him with attempted murder. And uh, that is what the judge said. No, you can't. That's it. Forget about it. Don't try it. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellick says that all the worrying that the president's coronavirus relief bill is going to cause inflation so far is misplaced. This is a tremendously important package that will bring hundreds of millions of Americans the relief they need. First of all, it will provide the money we need to vaccinate our population to get the pandemic under control. Yellen tells MSNBC that the $1,400 stimulus checks that are going out to millions of Americans, along with other assistance, will take the country back towards full employment by next year. Former President Donald Trump's last remaining election appeal was turned down by the Supreme Court yesterday. Fox News says that Trump claimed that the election officials in Wisconsin used unauthorized absentee voting drop boxes and allowed poll workers to correct or change absentee ballot witnesses, certificates, the judges dismissed that as an unproven argument. Finally, uh, while a few new words and phrases have entered the everyday American lexicon because of the pandemic, like lockdown and social distancing, German linguists say their people have added about twelve hundred, twelve hundred new compilations or combinations of nouns and verbs for it since the pandemic has started. One of the long ones goes like this. Behef Smoon Schmutz, which translates to mouth nose protection. But of course, the English language is the winner.
3: It's super califragilistic. XB Allen Just Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending wedding news, Jeff
2: Bezos' ex-wife Mackenzie Scott, check this out, guys. She married a Seattle school teacher named Dan Jewett. No. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos is supportive of the partnership, calling Dan a great guy. After her divorce from Jeff, uh, Mackenzie was left with a four percent stake in Amazon. She is worth, get this, thirty-eight point three. Billion with a B God. dollars, yes. And she I married a school teacher. She, just, a, she married a school teacher. I, I just take it. the point eight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, thirty-eight point three billion. Yeah.
1: I take she, the point. Point three is nice.
2: Uh huh. She, she's the twenty. <laughs> Do you know what
1: the point three is? No. What is it? That's three hundred million. 300
2: million. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we're not hmm. mad at that. <laughs> And then another seven you you four. understand me? <laughs> yeah, Why he looking yeah, over yeah. the top uh-huh. of yeah. his glasses? <laughs> I'm trying three. to
1: understand. <laughs> 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 but,
4: but don't cool let the point fool you, oh, Steve. No,
1: don't his let that change? point mess your 38.3. Damn yeah. that that once you say billion, uh-huh. the digit after the point is <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. 38.3. Billion, the point three is 300 million.
2: You're good, but wait, Steve, talk about Dan Jewett, the school teacher who's now married to the 22nd richest person in the world. A what subject goes- was he teaching? Okay, <laughs> what or had
1: to be in gym or something.
3: <laughs> I just I can't it. see
1: him coming out the history department.
2: <laughs> you ain't that uh. damn interested. <laughs> <laughs> he owns part of amazon everything now look at him wow. come up come up yes what would you do if you married that what would you do a that much money if you married a a bi- yes, yes
0: yes
4: well i'm doing anything she tell me to do <laughs> whatever yeah. she tell me to do yeah.
0: and never better, win another argument again
1: <laughs> better save all your clips for family feud
0: could you, you done. done? You done? <laughs> but what would you do all day, Steve? That's what we're asking. Uh-huh. What,
1: what you, do? L- what L- you L- need, P-State. baby? Being out, being there, polishing silver. And- <laughs> 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 Girl, let me go ahead and get these clothes. What you need on for today? I'll be cool. I'll I go to makeup school. You ain't got to I'll be doing her eyes and everything.
2: Her hair go to hair. Learn how oh, to do hair.
1: Be it Vendell, just I just have wigs. <laughs> <laughs> that damn Steve is so talented. <laughs> That boy ass went to nail school
2: (laughs) sitting right on in there. (laughs) All right, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll find out what the guys did yesterday on their day off while the ladies were in here working
3: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, we were going to find out what the guys did yesterday, but uh, uh-huh. you guys love this question about um, <laughs> Mackenzie Scott, who uh, was Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Now she married a school teacher, and she's worth 38, three, $38.3 billion, 22nd richest person in the world. So we asked the guys mm-hmm. what would they do if they married her or someone, another woman, who had as much money as she does.
4: Whatever she tell me to do, I'm doing it. If she said cut the yard naked, I am pushing the hell out that
1: llama. You hear me? I got one right there. What about I got work better than that. She ain't got to ask me to do a damn thing. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> what you going to do? Mean? Her ass has just hired me. She ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm doing you... hair, nails, toes. You know how to do hair. Oh, I'm going to go to school for all this shit. I'm going to <laughs> cosmetology school. I have my license. I'm going to be dedicated. I'm going to learn how to do brows. I'm going to be able to put lashes on. I'm going to be doing, I'm going to know how to wax. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have your Please. ass right Right. You ain't gonna have to do nothing. I'm gonna I'm, I'm be able to wax. I'm gonna be able to just do it all. I'm gonna do shave legs.
4: Yeah. All I'm, that. You
1: all ain't that. gonna just hold your arms up. I do underarms. I do all this here. I do A color, of hair removal. color tint. I do wash, bleach. Like. I know how to contour. Yeah, come contour, on, man. We do weaves. You know about- I'm, I'm doing weaves. weaves. I do all <laughs> of it. Lashes? S- Curly slip set. Yes, do it. What about the kids? You're gonna
2: take care Lash. of the kids and all. We that? We ain't got
0: no kids. <laughs> what? Well, she they, she may have yeah. she has
2: kids from
1: yeah. What if she has winter. kids? Yeah. Oh, I'm doing diapers. Take <laughs> kids to soccer. <laughs> I play that? soccer. And I'm talking about cloth diapers. You hear me? all
3: uh, no. Old <laughs> school <laughs> with it.
1: on, <laughs> I play soccer. Y'all ain't even know that. I be soccer coach. Everything. Down there.
0: What about polo? You playing polo now?
1: Polo, horse. Give me the horse. <laughs> and when you get through, I'm washing the horse too.
2: <laughs> what I'm if the she... trump. What if she wakes up in the morning, like, in a mood with an attitude? I mean, you know, she doesn't want to be bothered or talk to you or whatever. Who
1: in the hell <laughs> said something to her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, Get yeah. y'all's ass up here and answer me. Who said something to her?
1: Baby, I'll take care of this.
0: Who said it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> For sure. So, so what are you going to do, fire them? Yeah. They don't work here no
1: more. You don't upset her.
2: Who's gonna clean the house, Steve? I'm cleaning this? the damn house.
3: Yes. You gotta mansion. mansion.
2: Girl,
1: I'm in there shining silver. Why are you here cooking? That. I'm a chef.
4: I'm doing baseboards.
2: Okay. What about? So, you know, we all talk of a lot of, on this show, especially Strawberry Letter, about men cheating, which you guys, you know, I mean, it may Cheat. come up. It may get old. He don't hurt for what? Yeah. What?
0: <laughs> what? $3.2 not cheating. Oh, so, so
4: at, they are really And
1: risk, risk the chance?
0: If you of talk to man. me, security <laughs> gonna tap you. I can probably right now.
1: Cheat? <laughs> I'm taking hot... Yoga, sex classes. <laughs> I'm going to be in there doing everything.
3: You're uh-uh.
1: Come in here, you going to think I'm cheating. I'm going to have so many new tricks every time you see me. You're going to think I'm a damn organ grinder monkey. I'm going to know so many damn tricks. For so being here, ain't nothing. You ain't going to want what you want me to do now. I'm going to take areola
4: classes. class. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Be quiet. It's <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Junior? What would you do? I will have I no other relationships. I'm not gonna have no relationship with 38.3 billion. I'm not- I'm divorcing no. my entire family. I don't even <laughs> want a relationship with y'all no more. I'm God. gonna have
1: to order extra cases of chapstick. My mouth gonna be everywhere. <laughs> don't give a damn what you need. So
2: 38.3 billion. I do is everything
1: your price. with my mouth. Yes. <laughs> Well, you I get out her... the bathtub,
2: I dry you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope her school teacher husband is listening. Wow! <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Coming up next, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. This is blow dry, <laughs> right? Blow <at lone laughs> dry, <driving. laughs>
1: blowing my baby off.
3: <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after it's my strawberry letter for today, the subject number two will never be number one. But right now, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh-huh, I told uh-huh. you that. Talk about that a lot on this show. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff?
4: I need a reference. I need oh. a reference. You know. What do I need it for? Let's yeah, go, Katya. For
5: what? Uh, hello. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to read Scotty, please. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Hey, 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 Scotty, how you doing, man? I'm trying to actually get a uh uh-huh. a reference for for Monica. Monica, you are talking about Monica my my ex wife? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a reference uh on her if possible. Oh, okay. So, what she applying for a job? She trying to go to work now? Uh, no. This reference is actually for like a relationship. A, a relationship? Say, so, say, so hold up, hold up, homeboy, oh, boy, wait a minute. Relationship? You, you talking about a job relationship? No, 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 no. See, what, what this here is is that I'm, I'm finna actually start dating Monica on the regular, and I'm calling you for a reference. Oh, whoa, I'm whoa, 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 oh boy, hold up, wait a minute. Who, who did you say this is, and how you get my? My name Philip, man. My name Philip. I got your number out of Monica's phone. Check this out, Phil. You don't need to call me with whatever you and Monica got going on. Y'all need to go on and deal with that. No 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 no! I, I got that, brother. Hear man. me out, though. Hear me out. What I'm trying to say is, is that I figured if I could get a reference and figure out what kind of person she is, and get to get a you know kind of get a background, so you can kind of tell me what kind of person, her good points, her bad qualities, the whole nine. See, it might save me some time from being in a long relationship if I know what to look for, what's good hey, and what's bad. Man. Say say, homeboy, homeboy. I know, I know. I'm not listening to this. I was mad <laughs> twelve years. Ain't nobody give me no rest so don't call me asking for no like that if you got number for monica you and monica need to forget my okay but hold up okay. hold up bro like i say man i'm just trying to figure ain't no out the, hold up i'm trying to figure out the good qualities and bad qualities like you know do she want to cook you know is she good in the bedroom you know what i'm saying i'm trying to know i'm trying to just know what to look for dog that's all man i ain't trying to come in like, Oh, but i just can't believe calling another about some I don't have a no more only thing I have to deal with is my child you know what I'm saying and you most definitely don't need to be around now say dude I got to go okay 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 but can you give me a good reference on it that's all I'm trying to get man, out man, you. The, re- the reference is don't die my number ever again and when I talk to Monica me and her but hey you ain't gonna have to worry about a relationship with Monica you know what I'm saying Okay, 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 hold up, man. Let me go and break this to you. First of all, me and Bonica then dated f- for the last year off and on. We just finna get serious. Whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. up, hold up, dude. The last year, me and this woman just got a divorced a few months ago. Oh, so you that who must have messed up my... No, say, no, me. no, no, was no, the- look, 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 you, look, I ain't calling. i ain't call not me. the reason why y'all broke up. I, I don't have nothing to do with that. I don't have hey, nothing man, to do Look here. Oh, so you that slick... Say, man, why don't you slide your little slick back under that rock that you slid for months. Hey, 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 dog, I can slide right on back under the rock you talking about, but what I'm trying to ask you is this right here, man. Hey, dog, can you just give her brother some references, man, so Somebody I can look out for some signs that, that she might home start tripping. The reference so. I'm going to give you is when you don't have enough money, when she want that $1,200 bag, don't call me for that. When she needs some more money for this, oh, well, baby, I just gave you my What don't mean nothing, and or you pull up your bank account, ain't no money in that. That's the reference you need, ain't. I need to hear from you, especially if you who was around with my wife while while we was married. Talking about married. Hold up, the reference is I'm gonna find your. I'm gonna call Monica and I'm gonna track down. Yeah, give you a reference. Then, yeah, yeah. i give you a reference then. Face-to-face. Hey, dog, I ain't trying to have no altercation with you, man. Oh, boy, you must have been trying to have something. You dialing my number. Okay, okay dog. let me... Okay, one more question, man, and then I'm going to be out your house. I just, like I said, I just wanted a few things and know some background on them. Man, you, you out of questions, homeboy. You out of questions. Okay, but this... this I just need to know this because I want everything... Hey, man, I want everything to run smooth, dog. and I want us to have a good understanding. Do you have a problem, man little girl calling me daddy. What the did you just ask? You asked me about my daughter. Hey, 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 calm down, dude. Calm? I'm calm as I'm going to be. You asked about mine. This is about mine. Hey, dog, I'm just asking you I- you around me. Time. I will come and homeboy. Look, I'm going to find cause you because you're a bad You missed the bad. You dial number. Not only you got that but, man, you talking about child? I'm just asking, do you mind if she called me oh, daddy, boy. Dog. Oh, boy. Look here, man. That child there, her name cannot come out your mouth. You hear what I'm saying? Say, man, this, man, I, I don't have time, but I'm going to call that Monica, and I'm going to get your, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm out of here. You want, why is you calling me back? Scotty, 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 I'm, I'm trying, trying to man, tell you so Why are I'm you dialing my I'm just back, trying to man. tell you something. Homeboy, you don't have nothing to tell me, homie. No, I want to say, Scot- Scotty, li- just listen to me, man. I want to say this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> hey, man, it's who? <laughs> it's who? Hey, Scotty, Scotty, this is Tommy, man. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Say, man, man. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm about to go, man. Hey, dude, I'm about to go ballistic over here, man. Hey, Brian got one coming, (laughs) though. Oh, man, you all right, man? Yeah, yeah, say, man. Hey, Tommy, man, I, boy, I, I, hey, I, I'm glad you were playing, man, because talk about my little girl. Oh, boy, Brian, no, it, it's it's going to be on in his world, man. Gonna, dude, Brian, Brian got you, practice, man. He got you tonight. good, dog. Hey, man, one more thing, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, a Steve Harvey morning show.
1: Tommy, get a drum. Tommy's up? up. Yes. He was mad. He was mad. Play but when two. you said something about his daughter. Another level. <sighs> Another level. He went there mad. That dude right one. there. He was a real one. Another no
0: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, man. Dude. Oh, okay. Scotty
0: was not playing. <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah. I was scared uh, to laugh at this one. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, Tommy. Hey Tommy. <laughs> hey, Tommy.
1: But when you called him back, though, <laughs> yeah. and was trying to calm him. Ah, I wasn't going good. I said, I this <laughs> one
4: right
1: here." Oh man, oh,
4: when you man. start talking about people's kids,
2: that's wives book. and kids, that's it. That's it. That's it. And
4: mamas. Yeah, and mamas. <laughs> oh, yeah. mama.
2: yeah. My mama. <laughs> <laughs> mama send you in the
3: orbit. <laughs> mama and kids send you straight to orbit.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Who mama, who, what? who mama you talking about? Who mama you talking about? But
1: they you know mama. what? When you talk about somebody mama, they always check with you. Who? Me? who? Wait a minute, hold up, man. You talking about my mama? He, <laughs> he cleared <Your> clarity. first. Because <laughs> I'm finna go somewhere. And when yeah. I go there, I want to be clear I'm right. Hmm. But if you if you verify that you're talking about my mama, cool. Cool. Right. The, the killing is on. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. But I just (laughs) want to make sure. Yeah.
2: Lost your mind. Lost
3: your mind. Oh, man. That is. Catch Stupid. Stupid Stupid is
4: coming. Stupid coming to Birmingham April 16th through the 18th at the Star Dome. Stupid is on the way. During Magic City Classic Football Week, the nephew will be in town. Tickets on sale right now.
2: All right, nephew, thank you for that. I was scared for you on that one. Uh, (laughs) Coming up next, strawberry letter subject number two will never be number one. Uh, We'll get to that in just a few minutes (laughs) at the top of the hour. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show
3: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, time now, guys, for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up
4: and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry
2: Letter. Thank you, nephew. Uh, Subject number two will never be number one. Dear Stephen Shirley, I was a single and attractive 34-year-old woman losing hope at finding love. I grew tired of the dating cycle and I decided that I would not have sex again until I was married. I prayed and practiced celibacy, and a year later I met the man of my dreams. He is handsome, educated, gainfully employed. And he loves the Lord. I fell hard for this man, and a year after we met, we got married. I was so excited for my wedding night because it would be our first time making love. He is blessed with the proper equipment, but it's his skill set that's lacking. On our wedding night, I had the absolute worst sexual experience I've ever had. It was four minutes from start to finish. Then he passed out and slept like he is showed out. Since then, he's been overly confident, and he's not as attentive and loving as when we met Six months into the marriage, I ran into an old friend from college, and he had some dental work done, and it made a world of difference in his appearance. We had lunch, and we talked for hours. He said that when I got married, it broke his heart, because he's always had a big crush on me, but didn't think I'd give him the time of day. Well, I've given him a lot more than that. I'm falling for this man, because he has given me his whole heart. And he holds me after sex, kisses my nose, and looks into my soul when he talks to me. I'm ready to get a divorce and date my boyfriend for a while. I want to be happy, and so far, this guy could be my soulmate. Steve says that number two will never be number one, so I want your opinion on my situation. Uh, What if this this time there is an exception to the rule? Could this be true love? Wow. wow. Well, by exception to the rule, you mean he's your number two, right? And you're thinking of making him number one, replacing your husband with him. Uh, could this be true love, you ask? Well, I don't know about that. I, I don't know if love has anything to do with this. I do think lust is all over this situation, though. I, I do. And instead of, um, what would you say, Steve? That I said was Thomas. Oh, 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 oh! Sorry, I thought it was Steve. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Less...
1: I don't say stupid stuff out of nowhere.
2: Okay, okay, and you're right about that, and I yeah. should have known better because I do know you. Hello, hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, you you talked in the beginning of your letter how you grew tired. You decided you wouldn't have sex again. You started losing hope and finding love. And then you met this great man, the man of your dreams. And six months into your marriage, you've already cheated on him. Uh, Instead of trying to fix your new marriage and fight for it, you haven't done that at all. I mean, I think you've checked out. You've moved on. Uh, Just six months in, you I think you're falling for the grass is always greener trap. And not once did you say you tried to, you know, talk to your husband about what you like. You know, maybe he could do something better. And then wait a minute. You did say you prayed, uh, you practice celibacy and uh, your husband loves the Lord. So I would think that you would honor your marriage vows since you're the one that brought the Lord into it. Uh, I I don't know. This letter doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I want to tell you to leave your number two alone and try to work on your number one right now since it's only been six months into it. But I don't think you're going to listen at this point. I I just don't think so. Um, hmm. Steve? Mm,
1: That was short ass
2: ass. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I, I just don't it, think her. she's going to listen. I, I don't she through with her. I got you. I got she you. She wants Cheryl. what she wants. Yeah. And I
1: understand what you said, and I think you make valid points in here, too. The number two will never be number one. Let me help you out with something. You said, let's start with the letter. Steve says number twos will never be number ones. So I want your opinion on my situation. What if this time that's an exception to the rule? Could this be true love? I said men don't make their number twos mm-hmm. when they have a number one. If a guy has a solid, his ride or die. And that's what he calling her. And then he got a chick on the side and you're number two. We don't promote number twos to number one because you ain't considered ride or die. Mm. That's what the situation is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now, this is a different situation because you're married. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be your husband's number one. And your husband is supposed to be your number one. But now you are a woman wanting to promote your number two to the number one position. And that's what you're wanting to do. This is rare. Very rare. (laughs) Let me walk you through some contradictions in this letter before I give you what I want to say. You didn't have sex to you. was married. 34-year-old woman found this man. He's a man of your dreams. He's handsome, educated, gainfully employed, and he loves the Lord. Mm. You did not mention how much you love the Lord. <laughs> he brought him up, though. Yeah. But he loves the Lord. He ain't say nothing about you. I feel hard for this man. And a year after we met, we got married. I was so excited for my wedding night because it'll be our first time making love. He's blessed with the proper equipment, but it's his skill set that's lacking. Oh, so you took a year off. Still had your skills. So what are we really talking about here?
2: All right, we'll hold back. on, Steve. Yeah, part we'll two back. of Steve's response is coming up at 23 minutes after. Number two will never be number one is the subject. We'll be back right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, subject number two will never be number one.
3: This is
1: an interesting letter about this woman who uh, states that Steve says that the number two will never be number one. So I want an opinion on my situation. Uh, what is this? What if this time there's an exception to the rule? Could this be true love? I'm going to get to this part quickly, but first of all, she married this guy, man of her dreams, everything. She's been celibate for a year and a half. She didn't have sex to her wedding night. She was so excited about the sex. She fell hard for the man. They made love. He got the right equipment, but his skill set is lacking. Our wedding night, I had the absolute worst sexual experience I ever had. It was four minutes from start to finish. Damn! So he didn't got you undressed, took all them buttons off that wedding dress, got all them garters down, and them. Thigh highs and all that and unsnapped all them spanks and got all that stuff unstrapped and got them clips, them wedding dresses, had about four, five pieces to it. Uh-huh. Whew. And then right after that, it was over in four minutes. And he passed out and slept like he had showed out. To him, he did. Now he ain't had sex in a year and a half either, so come on now. It, it, this a lot of, it's a lot. So first time maybe he didn't do right, but I guess it continued that way because since then he's been overly confident. He's not as attentive and loving as he was when you met. So in other words, I'm assuming you're saying that he's become arrogant for some reason. That maybe he think he all that. Because you ain't looking upside his head the right way. You know, this four minutes. You need to stop something. Before we get, hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Can I get more than four today? What we doing? Can we do eight? Let's get a clock. You need a timer on the nightstand. Hit it, ding, like a chess clock. Ding. And you need, I need eight from you tonight. Let's work, let's beat last night. We need 12. But he ain't been giving it to you, so you ran into an old college friend, had some dental work done. So that means before in college he had a ragged ass mouth. But now he done got this dental work done, and it's made a world of difference. He said when he got married, it broke his heart. He always had a big crush on me, but he didn't think I'd give him the time of day. Well, hell, he knew he wasn't. He had a ragged ass mouth. <laughs> yeah. it's just he kn- way well, he say knew. Well, he knew. Yeah. He knew the girl wasn't going to give him time of day. You got ragged ass mouth. Ragged mouth ass men know they ain't got no, you know, your teeth is, they going to see your teeth. Hard hide your teeth when you're talking. Can't laugh with bad teeth. You, you can't even have a good sense of humor. You got ragged ass mouth. So then, well, I've given him a lot more than that. I'm falling for this man because he's giving me his whole heart. He holds me after sex. Kisses my nose, looks into my soul when he talks to me. I'm ready to get a divorce and date my boyfriend and 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 date my boyfriend a while. I want to be happy. And so far, this guy could be my soulmate. Steve says his number two would never be number one. So I want your opinion on this situation. What if this time this is an exception to the rule? Could this be true love? All right, here's my answer. It could be. Okay. You may have married a person that's not your soulmate. It happens all the time. Sometimes it take a minute to find your soulmate. Sometimes it takes more than one time. Help me, Jesus. <laughs>
2: Did just
1: you think she to gave, work through this letter.
2: gave him a chance,
1: though? I days? think it's maybe... After six months of marriage, I, though? I think she may have realized she made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think this once you got to living with a guy and sleeping with a guy, you discover some things that might not be changeable. Now you can go to uh, counseling, but you got to be in love with this man. If you're not in love with a person, it ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. She said she Tina Turner said, him. "Whoa, what's oh, love got to do with it? She got said to she do fell
3: with
1: hard it." For him. Well, I fell hard and, and yeah. stayed falling is two different things. Yeah. I fail I fell hard for a whole lot of people in my life. <laughs> got my ass right back up though. <laughs> yeah, I fell hard for a whole lot of damn people. Got my ass right on back up. Let but me stop John this segment. Did you
2: huh? marry them? Though? Did you marry them? Though?
1: I'm on my third man. <laughs> you know,
2: said no? a whole lot of people. You haven't had a whole lot of marriages.
1: No, I ain't got. I ain't married to everybody. I fell for. I fell for three women because they had apartments. I was homeless. <laughs> Yeah. You,
3: if you I met a girl
1: at the club, yeah, when I was homeless, I met a girl at the you, comedy before. club. I was in love with her that night. Hard <laughs> as hell. You
2: fell hard for her yeah, that I night. Love I love um, you. At
0: first sight. At what did first you say, sight. At first sight. I, I
1: love you. Soon as I heard her, she had some keys jangling. Hey, what is them keys to? She <laughs> said, my apartment. Apartment? Uh, a dough. <laughs> you got a bathroom? Bathroom? <laughs> what? Kitchen, a kitchen? A kitchen? Girl, oh, I love you so, yeah, it could be, and you may have married the wrong person, but only you can know that. And I don't tell people to stay in marriages that ain't good, counseling ain't gonna save all of them. Sometimes you made a mistake, you got to eat the mistake. So, no, nah, it is an exception to the rule, he could be it, but you could be wrong about this one, too. <laughs> I'm on my third. Mm.
2: All right, thank you, Steve. Coming up next, it is Junior with Sports Talk. When we get back at 46 minutes after the hour, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, here is Junior. Junior is ready with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Junior.
0: Well, Shirley, over the weekend, it was the NBA All-Star going down was down it? in the ATL. Yes, Shirley, really? it was. It did. And they did it a little different because of COVID. They had everything on Sunday. You know, normally they spread it out on Friday. One yeah, day. everything just on, on Sunday, man. They had the, the Skills Challenge, the three-point contest, and the dunk contest. They had the Skills Challenge and the three-point contest before the game. Steph Curry took the three-point contest. As expected, he was the favorite. Still got it, huh? Yeah, he still got it, man. Outshot Mike Conley. And then the skills challenge, Demontis Sabonis, uh, he took it uh, from the Pacers. He took the skills challenge, and the dunk contest they did at halftime. It was only three means- dunkers. Yeah, man, it was only three dunkers. Just time. three. Just three, man. They normally have five, but it was just three. Uh-huh. Just three. So uh, Anthony Simmons took that. The game was done a little different this year. Um, you know, they had reset the clock. I mean, the score, the um, score uh, board every quarter. And so oh, now, over. yeah, they started over. So if you won that quarter, you got $150,000 for your charity, for Team oh, LeBron nice. or Team Durant, yeah. Oh, and okay. then so they did that. Uh, LeBron James team, they took two out of the three quarters, and then the fourth quarter, there is no clock. And what they did to honor Kobe is they totaled up all the scores, and you had a target score. And they made 24 points to whoever was leading, which happened to be Team LeBron. They were leading, and which made the target score, uh, 170. So they started the quarter at 146. So who went first to 170? Won the game, and that's how they did. That was a tribute to Kobe Bryant. The Greek freak, though, he was the MVP of the game. He he finished with 35 points on 16 of 16 shooting. Boy, he didn't miss a fair. shot. What? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't miss now. He didn't miss now. Wow. Hey, man, it was a good game, man. It really was. Uh, I'll say this though, man. I was, I, I was just Dame Lillard just to end that game. Uh, did Boy, you see that shot?
1: I saw that shot.
0: Man, what happened? Tell I me just
1: what happened. dog. He stepped over the half court. He didn't throw it. He shot a jump shot. I'm talking right? about like he was shooting a 15 footer. Yeah. One foot over half court. But them boys was shooting some shots. Steph was from saying, oh, so Steph. Was Steph came over the line, (laughs) took two steps, and was just draining them, (laughs) running back.
0: I was going.
1: But you know, basketball Mm. has changed, so I'm not really a fan of the all star game. I love the Mm. stars. But I don't, you know, they're not really playing defense. 170 points, come on, ain't nobody checking nobody. I understand, ain't nobody trying to get hurt. Anybody right. trying to get hurt and all. It's just an exhibition game of skills. And they are the most skilled basketball players in the world. But I, I, I get nothing from watching people shoot a series of three-pointers. No, I mean, it was just raising.
0: Yeah. Um, and and that's Griffin. not
1: that's not that good for me.
0: Real quickly, uh, Blake, Blake Griffin signed with the Nets. So that's, that's the other thing. With he the is, Nets? Yeah, he went to oh, the Nets. Oh, Lord Jesus. Here we go. We'll talk about it tomorrow.
2: <laughs> all right, Junior. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, no more dogs at the White House. We'll tell you about it right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, so guys, this story, wow. President Biden's dogs just got kicked out of the White House, okay? Sounds like they were a bit too aggressive um, for the White House. The Bidens have two German Shepherds, Major and Champ. They were shipped back to the family home in Delaware last week following some... Uh, Some people are calling it undog-like. Some people are calling it dog-like behavior at the White House, including a biting incident. Major is a three-year-old pooch that uh, President Biden adopted from a Delaware animal shelter back in 2019. Reportedly uh, got his chompers on a member of the White House staff okay.
1: Mm. Now he didn't got his stupid ass put out to white.
2: Uh huh. <laughs> so he's out now, right? You know the other
1: dogs is going, you dumb ass. It's in the <laughs> Got house. us all put out,
2: yeah. And you bit who? Yeah. <laughs> I
1: be damned. You can't care. You know where, Major? What is wrong with your ass? And the, and the other dog. dog, the other dog got put out. Just called Champ had to go cause Major asked to get hey, somebody.
2: That's exactly go. Go. Yep. right, Steve. Exactly. Champ, what hot? Right. he do? Yeah, yeah. Um, Major was also said to be, you know, really agitated around the White House. He was charging and jumping and barking at the staff. And he at was the smelling security. Trump. Trump was in there. There it is. And now you're right about Champ, Steve. He has to go because of Major. He's about 13 years old, so he's slow. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's slow he down. He really, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What is yeah. your young ass biting people for? <laughs> Stupid. I be damned. No? Me and Joe been trying to get up in this White House, man, oh, yes. four times. We finally yes. get here, man. In dog years, I'm 113. I've been here the whole time. I be <laughs> damn, Major.
2: <laughs> Major messed it up. He did for everybody. <laughs> <Hey>. Yep. So <laughs> Trump did not They're in that cage
1: dogs. on that plane right now. They in that cage. Uh-huh. Boy, oh oh yeah. boy. <laughs> Champ is gone. I be damned.
2: Shoot in your dog
3: voice, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love your Ray, dog Ray. voice. Ray.
1: We don't make no ram rent.
3: <laughs> we
1: were a real, We were in the right round. Right what wrong with you? <laughs> ram raver. <laughs>
3: Rupert,
1: you just roopy with your roopy ass. <laughs> wow, well, wow. <laughs> Would
0: his song make him feel better?
1: Wait, that or wipe the witch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh!
2: <laughs> He's
3: stepping. He's stepping. <laughs> Get it, Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a story of For <laughs> <laughs> The dog is this Biden Oh,
2: uh-huh. They're gone. <laughs> Biden dogs. Because you know Trump didn't have any dogs.
0: No. no.
3: Look at him standing. Yo, no, Steve. Yo, oh, Steve. No, Steve. Oh, Steve. No,
0: Steve. You still got Let me got see you hop, night. boy. Don't
3: make his
4: knees go bad, Come me. on, man. Get on up and hop for me one time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll don't let him talk you into that, Steve. Funky oh. dogs. Nasty dogs.
4: <laughs>
2: there we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: i Celebrex in a minute. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> No, I don't know Celebrex no more, man. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dave. That's crazy. I don't know yeah, what right. happens to me when I hear that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You be yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's you're automatic. Right. You're, you're a little out of
3: breath. Yeah, you're, you're right. a little winded, baby. You just can my can. ass out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you were just in your chair.
1: Wow, that was a really good one.
3: Come on, Major.
2: That's my realm.
3: <laughs> That's your jam. That's <laughs> my jam. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Major and champion yeah. They kicked out the White House. Yeah, Come so up. far right now, uh, no more dogs scheduled to be at the White House. So oh. we'll see what happens. We'll, they
3: might bring Champ in Champ there barking at Champ everybody.
2: Champ <laughs> <man. He laughs> in
3: Yeah. Champ, uh, Major
1: uh, done messed it up. Champs, yeah. I was just chilling. Yes. You come in the
2: kitchen with me, man. Yes. Sit your ass down get all that free food. You <laughs> got right. F-O yeah. life. Oh, life. Yeah. All right. Uh, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: The Black Coalition Against COVID-19 will be hosting another Making It Plain Town Hall tomorrow night, Wednesday, the 10th at 7 Eastern Time. Tomorrow night's expert panel discussion is all about COVID facts and expert guidance for the black community, where you'll be able to hear from healthcare professionals like Dr. Marcella Nunez Smith. She's chair of the COVID 19 Health Equity Task Force. Uh, tune in at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook.com forward slash blackdoctor.org or YouTube.com forward slash blackdoctor.org. So there you go. That's okay, a that's good, good town hall right there because we're the ones that are affected by it the most. So yeah. it's good, you know, to have a town hall just for the black community how it affects Well, black
1: we're community. affected because we, we 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 have so much information that's non factual. We need facts and truth to be delved out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we have so many opinions about this vaccine. So many opinions about what to do. Don't don't let these people mask should be mandatory for us, yeah.
0: yeah. Let the these stupid are not ass people, the scientists. That's right. no.
1: And stop listening to these politicians with political reasons want to burn yeah. masks and burn all this. Mask. Here, yeah. you, yeah. you want yeah. to put this yeah. mask yeah. on, yeah. Save your life listening to these ignorant ass people,
3: yeah. They ever over had yet.
1: hardship in their life. Stop. Listen to people that ain't ever been oppressed or know nothing about hardship. You know better. (laughs) Okay. The hell you listening to them for? All
2: right. We'll have
3: more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show
2: time now for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Let's go, because I know he's ready. Now, Steve, this one is from a grandmother. She's in Arlington, Texas. She says, this is not a love question, but I need your help with my granddaughter. She is 13 years old and keeps getting in trouble in school for cursing and keeping it real. She told her classmate where to go and how to get there, and she almost got suspended. She has no filter. Whatever comes up, comes out. Her mother and I don't curse, but she is very good at it. I draw the line. I drew the line Sunday when she called our pastor a snitch after he caught her cursing and told me about it. What am I going to do with her?
1: <laughs> well, truth of the matter is, now let's be fair. Your pastor is a snitch. <laughs> That's what they call them now.
2: Amen. <laughs> uh, your
1: granddaughter has taken on prison terminology and turned it in. To her life. Mm. Uh, I can't help you. I, I'm the last right person you should call about cussing. I don't know what to tell you.
2: 13, though? Woo.
1: Yeah, 13. God started cussing at He was, was cussing four. at 13? Yeah. yeah. 13, oh, I was expert. I didn't have the right combinations because mm-hmm. I didn't know. I just put them together and they was jumbled.
6: You got now the
1: combinations is...
3: <laughs> so.
1: I really It's creative. You know, yeah. You can say you don't cuss grandma, and I understand that, and, you, and, you, and you, you, her mother may not, but she done picked it up somewhere, and it's an ugly habit. It's not a cute habit on a girl or a boy to tell you the truth so because if you down. can't monitor it and harness it, it can lead to a lot of problems down the road. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. sit it down and explain to her about what it is to be a lady. I don't know if that's going to do any good, but that's all I got for you. Because uh, yeah, I think all know. my kids cuss. I think every last one of them and <laughs> I don't say a damn thing when I hear it because I
3: get it. There I you go. And there you go. I right, ain't let's... The best.
2: <laughs> let's move Sorry. on. This one's from Derek and Largo, Maryland. <laughs> Derek says I'm a married man and I own a small junk removal business. Uh, My wife is the bookkeeper and comes in uh, once a week to do payroll. I have a young new driver that's fresh out of jail for selling weed. I hired him on the spot hoping to give him a chance to earn (laughs) honest money. Friday, I returned from the barbershop and the new guy and my wife were sitting in her car smoking weed. My wife can't understand why I'm very upset. She asked me not to fire this guy. I want to fire her too. Am I overreacting? Well, are they gonna do. It? I think the problem
1: ain't <laughs> her sitting quiet. in the car yeah. getting fired. Uh-huh. Her problem is what she doing in the car with the dude What's smoking yeah. weed. You know, need. how they done got that comfortable and she's supposed to be running the company. That's stupid business practice. My bigger problem with now, I'm fine. Why you in this man's car smoking weed
2: is my question. Not a good look wifey. Coming up next, the last break of the day, okay, on this Tuesday. And we'll have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour from the one and only Steve Harvey right after
3: this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. What a day it has been. Um, Wow, (laughs) we had a lot of stuff to talk about today. The dogs getting kicked out of the White House. Jeff Bezos, ex wife, getting married to the school teacher worth 38. She's worth $38.3 billion. Yes. Love it. Racism at the palace. palace, Yes.
4: Megan and I No, you ain't trying to have no black babies up in here. I know you're not trying to do that.
0: (laughs) They just blatant like that with it, Tommy.
4: (laughs) I know you're not finna have. What color is this baby finna be? Mm
0: -hmm. We don't have no black
4: babies running up in here.
2: Mm-mm, mm 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 mm. Yeah. She called them out. Big though. day, big day, big day. But um, Steve, yeah. It's time I'm for ready. us to get out of here and uh you your know, closing remarks.
1: Uh, my closing remarks today, I uh, stem from uh, as usual personal experiences. And one of the things that I've always asked God for. I've always asked God from a young age to help me in my walk to become relevant. I've always wanted to be relevant, not so much in terms of famous or well-off, but I've wanted God to help me in my walk to become relevant. And the way that I've been guided to become relevant is to help people who are less fortunate than me. To try to share the principles of success that I've paid such a price to learn. I didn't learn all of what I learned in a book or in school. I learned the majority of what I know through life experiences. Good or bad, win or lose, I've learned them all through my experiences. I've also gotten some counseling and guidance from some very important and relevant people in this world, in my life, and I've been very fortunate in that. But along the way of becoming irrelevant and becoming a person who tries to give back, to to be meaningful and to change, I had to make sure that I tried to hold on to a couple of principles in my life. And I've always asked God to keep me honorable. Father God, if you would just keep me honorable in my walk through life, where as a friend, I can forever be counted on. And I will, I can proudly say this, that men who know me, who have sat with me and spent any amount of time with me, will tell you that I am honorable, that I'm a respectful man of the culture, of my people, that I've tried to be an example to people, and especially to black people, especially to black boys. I've always been that way, and I've asked God to keep me honorable. My fraternity, Omega Psi Phi, the Greek interpretation of that simply means friendship is essential to the soul. It's a very simple creed we have because, see, you can live in this world without your mother. Most of us on this show are doing that. You can live in this world without your father. You can live in this world without your brother. You can live in this world without cousins. You cannot live in this world without a friend. It is hard to get through this thing without a friend and friends are often closer than even a brother. There are people who have friends who are closer than their siblings. The Bible speaks about this, so it's not something, a theory of mine, it's a fact. Now, I'm not saying all your friends are closer than all your brothers and sisters, because some brothers and sisters relationship is that jam tight. I, don't know, I know my daughters, Brandon and Carly, can't have a friend closer than they are to one another. There are different people in that, but I have friends who are closer to me than my own two brothers. And one thing that I expect of my friends is to be the same friend to me that I am to you. And you know, it's hard, man, when you have to learn lessons along the way because somebody taught me something, a very valuable lesson. And I said to my wife, and my wife doesn't like it, and I've said it to a couple of employees and they don't like what this young man taught me. But this man told me one time, he said, loyalty has an expiration date. And, well, for those of us who are loyal, it has no expiration date. But what he was actually teaching me was that sometimes your loyalty to other people is extended to people whose loyalty has expired towards you. So when they no longer have a, a place for you, a fix for you, a need for you, their loyalty to you is gone. And so you have to learn oftentimes that there were people who will come into your life where their loyalty has an expiration date. And you got to be prepared for that because everybody ain't like you. That you, that good, solid person, it ain't like you. And you know, you that's a tough thing to learn along the way. But when you find these things out, you got to keep your head up and you got to keep moving. And I know it's hard not to get in the gutter when people have got in the gutter with you, but somehow... You just got to keep your head above the kind. Co- like Michelle Obama said, sometimes you just, you, you go, when they go low, you go high. You got to take the high road. Oh, I know that's hard. I know that's hard. And I grapple with that from time to time. But at the end of the day, I keep asking God to keep me honorable. To don't let me slide down the same hill that I see other people sliding down. Friendship. Is essential to the soul. For those of you out there who have been friends to people who have remained loyal, congratulations. For those of you that have to learn, have to learn the lesson that loyalty has an expiration date, keep your head up, because that's still is true statement. Those are my closing remarks today. Very pointed and very directed. Thank you. When when, oh, oh,
3: oh, oh, oh.